Uh, well, Matt, as my favorite nephew, <laughs> I know you love Pokemon, and <laughs> let me just say, I think you're going to like your birthday gift You this didn't. Year. I did. Oh I got my God. you a real life Eevee. Oh, oh my God, Nick! Thank you. This is this is this is amazing. Thanks, Uncle. Your Nick. Uncle Nick comes through, doesn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's what they. Say. I say it every year for my birthday. That's true. I can't wait to see this guy. Yeah. I, all right. Let's let's bring him in here. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's me, Eevee. Hey, kid. Hey. Hey, it's me, Eevee. What's up, kid? What are you doing? Hey, kid. I'm fucking hungry up in here. Give me a fucking sandwich. Um, isn't he cute? He's um, he's kind of scaring me. Hey, I gotta urinate, kid. Kid, can you take me outside? I'm an Eevee. I need to. I need to fucking urinate. Uh, yeah, so kind of the, has the, the, just so you know, the consciousness and personality of a, uh, of a laid off longshoreman, um, due to some, you know, chemical issues that took place, but, uh, but a, a very, very adorable Eevee. Yeah, I mean, he is really cute, but I just, he's like, he's swearing and I, he kind of smells like cigarettes. That's right, I've been eating, I've been eating cigarettes and smoking them off the ground. Hey, kid, why don't you involve me so I can fuck abroad? You know what I'm saying? No, no, God, I don't think, Evie, I don't, one, I don't think that's how that works. Uh, two, no, absolutely not. If that's what you're trying to do, I'm not trying to have you uh, have sex with a human woman. I want to have sex with a human lady as an evolved Evie. What, what I, I could be anything. I could be the winter Evie, the fucking. Glaceon. Yeah, the Smoky Eevee. Uh, Umbreon? Yeah, I could be the the electric one. Well, Jolteon, that one's easy. Yeah, that's right, kid. Hey, you know a lot about Eevee. I like it. You must love this. You must be very happy. I'm I'm very happy to have an Eevee. So if you're you're an expert, can you take a look at my asshole? Because something's wrong with Eevee's asshole. Oh, God. I mean... It looks wrong. I'll say that it doesn't look right, um, but I don't have anything to compare it to. Unfortunately, I've not seen many Eevees assholes. Uh, look, I could. I, I, hey, Matt, I, you're you're not hiding it well. I can tell you're disappointed. So, um, I'm just gonna cut its brainstem with these bolt cutters. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that- thank God! <laughs> the game, Detective Pikachu, but do watch and discuss the movie, Detective Pikachu, as Pokemon continues this week on Get Played! I want a pod, the very cast, to play the games and chat. For old May, it's my real task, with Heather, Nick, and Matt. 
Welcome to Get Play, oh, yeah. your one-stop show for good games. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot again. <laughs> Good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Ash Ketchum, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. I'm normal type man, Nick Weiger, along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the Pokemon podcast. Uh, thanks, Ash. Thanks for yeah, the spirited intro. We all, we all covered our faces when you started talking because we forgot that you were going to be here. It's so um, stupid so. that we forget every single week. Like, it's like, we it's, should remember. It's stupid, it's stupid You're here that all we month forget. long. And, I'm here all month long. Yeah. And we forget to prepare our, our guest when we have a guest that Ash is going to yeah. be stopping by, that they're going to see a celebrity. Uh, so that's just another thing that we should remember to do. Well, uh, I'm not henceforth. a celebrity, but Pikachu is. Isn't that right, Pikachu? Pikachu? Wow, wow. wow, Pikachu's here. Wow, very, Pikachu. very fitting. Get very back appropriate. in the car. Get the fuck back in the car. Oh, uh, uh, you hate to see this. That's Ash, a, your Pokemon's going to disobey you if you're cruel to it. Yeah, you no, shouldn't be driving. You're tan. What? Exactly. Pikachu's got to drive. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, I feel better I've got to keep that. the car running because I'm on the hunt for my dad. That's right. That's yeah. right. How's Any, that been going recently? Yeah. Any leads? Well, I heard you guys were watching a movie this week that was all about the hard grunt work that you have to do in order to solve a case. Yeah, yeah. It's, being a it's true. Yeah, is, that's 100%. So I did some hunting of my own. And what let me mean? tell you. What? <laughs> what? Wait, what were you going to say? I just don't like the way you're saying hunting. Like, it's, it's, making, it's making me nervous. What? Why? I don't know. Look, I didn't kill anyone. Oh, okay, so I didn't okay. think you did, but okay. Why would you think I, you think when I find out that somebody's not my dad, I get so enraged that I just, I kick them to death? <laughs> no. I mean, the specificity of kick you, them to death you yeah, think that's, I, has me you concerned. You think I bring somebody out in the middle of the woods and I'm like, tell me what you know. And they're like, I don't know anything. And I'm like, you fucking tell me what you know. And if they say, I don't know anything, that I just, I stand over them and I say, then, then my foot, my foot's your new best friend. And I just start wailing away. Is that what you think of me? At minimum, I, I think this is an elaborate fantasy you've cooked up. Yeah. It's a power uh, fantasy. Yeah, that's what, it's, that's what yeah. it seems like. I'm hoping that's all it is because it seems very real. I would hate to be on the receiving end of hearing my foot's your new best friend and then being kicked to death. <laughs> Seems yeah, unpleasant. I, I would hate that too. Anyway, so <laughs> this week I'm in Los Angeles and I've been interviewing celebrity after celebrity trying to figure out if any of them are my dad because I'm sure you know that in Hollywood there's a lot of nepotism and if, yeah. if I'm on television, the chances of my dad working in the industry are pretty high. Right. So you're you're hoping to be a nepotism baby, Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Not hoping, but I'm hoping to find my dad. Mm. Oh, okay. I should. I mean, like I've maybe not talked about on the show before, but my dad is Colin Farrell, so that is very common in the oh. industry. Yeah. 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 And my dad is He's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. So we get you know you don't get a, a podcast on the Stitcher uh, network by accident. You know. No. Yeah, they don't just give you one of these microphones. You gotta, you gotta know somebody. Yeah. Well, I, I interviewed a couple of celebrities myself. Christopher Walken, too old to be my dad. Mm -hmm. I would have to have been born when he was seventy, right? That's the math. That's about right. It I, could I, happen. 
I mean, it can happen. He's virile. But uh, yeah, he's fucking for sure. Yeah, yeah we all know fucking. he's virile. Uh, I interviewed Ben Stiller. Are you my dad? He's not my dad. That'd be really fun. Lead after lead led to dead ends, and I still don't know who's my dad. Well, whoever it is. I have one more idea, and here's Mm. what I'm going to do. Next week, I'm going to hold the president hostage. Oh, because no. If, if anybody we should delete, can figure out. We should delete out, this from the podcast. If anybody yeah. can figure out who my dad is, it's the president of the United States. We should not put an episode with a threat out uh, so against I'm, the president. So I'm going to hold the, I'm yeah. hold the country on the hostage, and I'm going to get Steve. everybody on the case. It might be good for clicks, but we probably shouldn't put it in. Just a really just actionable <laughs> by the Secret Service. Uh, That's yeah. why Pikachu's sort of got to keep the car running, because we've got to get to Washington, D.C. this week. Okay. <laughs> Don't, if you're listening to this, detail. don't tell it. Don't tell it. Yeah, don't tell on us. <laughs> no fucking snitches. Yeah. yeah. Unless you want to be uh, Ash's foot's new best friend. If you know <laughs> That's I mean. right. And my Biden would be so confused type. by that. <laughs> well, anyway, I'll check in with you next week, which I think is the final week of Pokemon. That's right. It sure is, Ash. It sure is. And that'll be very exciting. Good luck to you on your journey, on your quest to find your father. Oddly similar to the mystery that we're going to be talking about in this week's movie, which we'll be discussing. Uh, but first, of course, uh, Heather, you should get in here. Heather, hello. Hey, guys. Hey, sorry I'm late. Sorry, as always. A little we're going to have right. to talk missed, about your Ash again. commitment to this show. You show up well, like, four weeks in a row. Senior, it's kind I've got of ridiculous. senioritis. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. Oh, okay. okay, I got it. It's almost the end of the school year. That is true. So, <laughs> Also with us today, uh, our guest, an actor and comedian from the musical improv podcast, Off Book, returning to the show, Zach Reno is here. Hi, Zach. Oh, thanks for having me, y'all. Hey, Zach. Hello. Thank you for making time for us. Zach, uh, uh, really, really excited to hear you, to have you here to talk video games. Uh, and uh, my understanding Ash is that you- Ketchum was here. Uh, yeah, I'm so, sorry yeah. you missed so, Ash. Uh, I was on the call. I just wasn't talking. I was starstruck. I wow. saw your mouth just hanging open. Well, you were, I mean, it was sort of crazy. Yeah, he's he's huge. He's huge yeah. to me. Huge figure. You are a Pokemon fan, very much so. Yes, from uh, I I came in at Pokemon Red. Um, nice. And then, wow. Nice. And then ground thanks, floor. Thanks. Choice between red or blue, and I chose the one with the big dragon on it, not that's the water. That's fucking dragon. right. That's yeah. exactly. That's why I'm Team Red in uh, Pokemon Go. There you go. Goes all the way back to red on the Game Boy. It's a great, it's a great one. And then I played Pokemon Yellow when the Game Boy Color came out, mm-hmm. which was basically you've probably talked about this already, but it's just red yeah. and blue, but in color, and you could get all three starters. Um, and then I collected cards for a long time, which I still have. They're right over there. Some of them are quite, nice, quite valuable. And um, yeah, and then. I've played I've played a smattering of other games in the Pokemon series through just over the years. Although as as far as the mainline games go, I sort of took a huge break until Pokemon Sun. Wow. So I played like mm. nothing in between <laughs> like <laughs> yellow and sun. Apart from like what was that Nintendo 64 one that was just battles? Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. Played Stadium, played Snap. Played uh, and then more recently I played uh, Sword. I haven't got to the expansions yet. And then I played Arceus Legends, which I think is a pretty exciting. While in and of itself is not like my jam, is like sort of exciting for the future. 
of mm, the franchise. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really loved it. I responded to it uh, really greatly. I loved, I loved it. I loved it. I, I, there was a lot about it that I really loved. I was like, all I want is basically like a Pokemon game stretched out to be a little bit more of like a life sim mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to have the like gameplay itself not be quite so turn-based and repetitive. Right. And that game is like doing a lot of walks towards there. Oof, oof, oof. Here's what I want. I want yeah. what you want, but, but I want to toggle so that I can also have the the tedious turn-based stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I don't I don't want to totally erase what works about right? Like, because the strategy battling of the game is like now honed over what, like nine generations of the same of, of yeah. game. like it's good. It's like robust, but I will say there was something about like seeing Pokemon in the wild and like dodging them and having to like throw stuff at them and and like that sort of movement in the world, that sort of like more of an action type mm. game is exciting to me because I'll always make like mainline Pokemon games that are the are the other thing. You know, the truth is what I want is an action game on screen. Let's let's all let's all tweak the Pokemon formula just a little okay. to, to sure, suit sure. our needs. OK, so here's mine. Pokemon game on screen, action based, right? You're running around, you're dodging Pokemon. You got to like sneak up on them if they're like a a, a finicky type, right? Mm -hmm. Then you launch your Pokemon at them to wear them down. But in order to get your Pokemon to do moves, you have to yell the moves at them. So you've got Mike... Attached oh, to your face. Okay. You want a peripheral. Right? Yeah, of so course. You, so you are moving your your third person character around to avoid attacks, mm-hmm. shouting at your Pikachu, you know, on yeah. you know, on screen. And then once you wear it down, then you there's like a, a fun catch mechanic, like a like a Pokemon Go style catch mechanic. Okay. Yeah. That's that's it my sounds, tweak. It sounds so stressful. You want, of course, you would want something that incorporates yelling into the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Have any? Did any of you play Pokémon Tournament? No, that's so, the fighting game. Yes, and I never yeah. played it. But when I, but I, I well, what see, was it for? Uh, I think Wii U and and uh, and Switch too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I it think, was on PlayStation think, Two. I think in Japan it might have been a stand-up cabinet game. Yeah. Um, I think it was. But there's something so cool to me. Like the game that I've always pictured in my head, like since I was a little kid was like, I want to have full 360 degree control over Vaporeon. And like, I want to be like, (laughs) I want, I want to be like rolling around, jumping on shit and like hitting buttons that fire lasers or whatever and dodging stuff. I like the turn-based thing, but I feel like they've done it so well. I don't know that I need them to do that anymore. Sure. Um, like I don't like they've done it great, like they've done a the, really good job of it. Yeah, um, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I'm such a JRPG guy that I like I kind of never tire of that formula. So I I always loved like turn based battles. I I I even have come to love. I I didn't like them when I was younger, but I've come to love random encounters as in kind of a throwback sort of way when they show up in in a in a JRPG. Though I generally prefer you know being able to see the enemies on screen. I sure. think my dream Pokemon game might actually exist. I've just never played it. Uh, but Pokemon Conquest. 
Mm-hmm. For I don't know if you if you Matt did you play this at all for the DS? No, but Jake Sprague uh, mentioned it a couple weeks ago. He mentioned yeah. it, and I and I looked into it a little bit, and it's like just basically like Final Fantasy Tactics, but with Pokemon. What? And I was like, that's okay. it. I I love I love a tactical RPG, and that mm-hmm. that seems like that would be right up my alley. Pokemon Conquest. Um, yeah, I've never even yeah, heard that, of that game. People and love then Tactics micro- though. I love tactics and uh, and yeah, just hook a mic up to that and also I can yell at it. That, that's my dream game. <laughs> my dream Pokemon game is Pokemon Pro Skater. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of awesome. You want you want Snobble that would doing be pretty, like that would be like, pretty sweet. Like, like sick grinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see War Turtle do the Christ air over a fucking half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to fucking Goldfinger. It would yeah. rock. War Turtle's Christ air is super effective. That's sick as hell. <laughs> you also pick the perfect Pokemon to be d- playing. As. Oh yeah. He's extreme. He's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Is the so is is Pokemon Red your favorite, the, your entry point for the series? Oh no! I mean, I I liked it a lot. I think I have extremely fond memories of Pokemon Yellow, uh, but I don't even know that I could tell you what my my. I mean, I think at the time that was like, I think maybe the only game I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like all I needed was that game, and like the trading of it was amazing, and the battling was amazing. the The progression of that game is cool. The music is <laughs> is great. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah, maybe it is. It might be. I I have I have to pitch another game. I would love. I okay. have Please. to pitch one more. It is it is Call of Duty, <laughs> War, like World War Two Call of Duty. Yeah. Set in the Pokemon world. Okay. Oh. So you are fighting Nazis and they have Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And no. you are uh, an and allied soldier trying to storm Normandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like doing the whole game, but you additionally have Pokemon. Yes. That's my game. Do my Pokemon kill awesome. not only the Nazi Pokemon, but the yes. Nazi Pokemon trainers? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because what this, what the, what the movie we're talking about today and Pokemon Arceus sort of dip into, which is a thing that we do not talk about in the Pokemon world because it is a children's franchise, yeah. is like the potential for human collateral damage <laughs> sure. in these, in these, in these worlds. Um, in a way that is really interesting, and I think you're right. That game rocks. What is the? I can't even remember it. What does Sobble evolve into? The big ninja, the sniper, oh. the sniper, basically. Inteleon. Yep, that's the one. Inteleon. <laughs> Inteleon. Uh, looking at Inteleon here, uh, that brings me into my pitch for another Pokemon game: Pokemon Dating Sim. Huh? Oh, okay. no. Got to oh, no. date them all. Who are you Ew, particularly? Who are you no, particularly Nick. horny for? Hey, which, which, which type? Cinderor's uh, okay. got big, strong arms. I could <laughs> go to sleep in his warm embrace. Mm-hmm. Hope he doesn't scorch me, or maybe oh, I do. Hope he scorches no. me. The fact that you had that uh, at the tip of your tongue is <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit because you touched on Pokemon music, and uh, there was a theme that you that we were talking about before the show that you particularly have a fondness for uh, from the Pokemon games from the uh, from back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Matt, do you have it? I do, yeah. Play it. Play that shit. <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> Let's just listen to it. Play it right now. 
This is the battling music from the uh, Elite Four. Now, every Pokemon coming out in this fight is like would like end your shit if you ran into any of them at any point up until this point in the game. Yeah. And you just like you hit like a dragon type trainer here and it's just like dragon, 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 dragon. Uh so this this music in my head is associated with a lot of stress and also being very close to beating Pokemon. It's a good oh, thing yeah. though. This is it's fucking great. rad. It's fucking great. I, they get so much out of the Game Boy. It's really kind of remarkable. Well, because they had like what, like four channels to work with, and so it's just you know it's it's you've got the but the thing is it's it's you don't have to worry about someone actually playing it because it's just chip tunes. So they do these like just this super rapid like just runs these just like wailing like Eddie Van Halen guitar licks that just sustain <laughs> themselves for like sixteen bars at a time, uh, and it's just yeah it's, it's so fucking great. That that's been a thing where because there used to be a time and I, I mentioned before on the podcast that I that I didn't have a Game Boy as a kid, uh, but there used to be a time where I was really off put by game boy music like as a kid i was just like i just don't like how this sounds like i wanted like like playstation quality like cd audio but now going back and playing pokemon silver which we'll talk about next week in our uh in our we play you play like I, the pokemon silver soundtrack i'm like this is this is fucking great it's so this, so all these tracks are just completely clicking for me and it's not just in a, i mean it's partly in a nostalgia way but it's also something i don't really have specific nostalgia for because i yeah i played i play i played nes games i played super nintendo games but the Game Boy had its own specific audio fidelity. I don't remember what theme they pulled for Smash Brothers for, I don't know if it's like Cerulean City or Saffron City or something. Mm-hmm. There is the, there is the Pokemon uh, City in the original Smash Brothers theme. It might just be like the main travel theme. I don't remember. I'm talking out of my ass now. But there's like the main travel theme from Pokemon is like running through my head a lot of the time. Like, it's good walking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, oh, they do that. Oh, that's they did, why. They, it's in um, uh, Go. It's a version of it is in Pokemon yes. Go. I think. Yeah, we we played a we played a melee um a remix, I believe, of the track that you're that you're talking about in uh in in a previous episode when we were talking about about Smash Brothers. Uh, but yeah, I think the the Smash Brothers sixty four was I don't remember what city it was, um, but that was the stage. It was a different. It was not the stadium stage. Right. Uh, yeah, it was, stage. it was before that. Oh. Man, I'm just yeah. rem- I'm just now remembering when Pokemon Go first came out and like the idea of first of all everyone was pl- like it was like pe- fans came out of the woodwork and you were like, "Oh, we all played Pokemon and no one's talked about it in a very long time." <laughs> but just like the feeling of being able to walk around and find Pokemon, which I guess feels like now a thing that a bunch of, like Harry Potter did their version of it whatever. But did they? It was like in yeah. yeah there was a had, Pokemon was oh, a Harry like, Potter AR game. It was yeah. called Wizards Unite. Um, oh, it was wow. it was effectively almost exactly the same as Pokemon Go, but there was like some weird potions and and right. motion spell casting stuff. But Pokemon Go when it you, first you came lose out, points like, for for walking into a gender neutral bathroom. <laughs> yeah, there's it's it's extremely bigoted. It really yeah. down there in the code. Um, yeah, this was this was this was. I, I wonder if 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 Roland was out as a raging transphobe when that game launched. I think, I think she might've outed herself after I'm not, I don't, I truly don't recall. Yeah. Um, but Pokemon go like blew me away. It, it, it was truly like not the most complex game, but just like the nostalgia of it and like walking around trying to find 
you know, these these magical creatures. It was it was paradise. Yes. There was like four months of paradise. Three months. Mm. I'll give it three. I loved it. Three I have months. all so of good. the I have all the except for Mewtwo. I have what because he's 150, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have one through one forty nine in Pokemon. Wow! Um, wow! Yeah, I'm missing two of the of the of what is that? Kanto? Kanto? Yeah. Kanto region. Uh, I'm missing Poly. Biggest Poly. What is Poly? Polyrath. Polyrath. Poly Poly mm. I'm missing Polyrath and and Mewtwo or Mew. Um, and those are the only two I'm missing from Kanto. I was- yeah, I got wow. I got Mister Mime when it was still region locked. I was doing a show. In, wow. um, in Edinburgh, Scotland. Nice, and I was like, I'm nice. going to take a break and go look for this guy because I know he's here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's um, how I got him in Amsterdam. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah. Like that was crazy to me. They were like, hey, play this game. Oh, these, you can't get them unless you go to a different continent. <laughs> like physically get them. <laughs> like that's a crazy thing for a video game to have done. Yeah. That's like, in, ter- in terms of like, that's like beat the boss by plugging the controller into the other controller slot. Type yep. shit. Save it yeah. for Gojember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. Uh, the uh, it, yeah, that's what a wild thing. They're like, okay, first you have to have a passport. Second, you have to get on an airplane. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We, or we you talk could about po- know somebody. Like, oh yeah. Pa- pa- like part of it was also traded, like yes. if you're friends with somebody who's across the world, like it, it's inspire. It inspires you to make new friends and, That's, and yeah. connect via Pokemon. Hands across that, America, Pokemon style. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yep. Well, we talked about Pokemon Go a little bit in a little bit, a lot bit. We talked about it in depth on last week's episode. And I guess that brings me into uh, this week's What Are You Playing? Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who's start, who starting? Well. What are you playing? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'll answer that first because we're talking about Pokemon Go. So last week I gave out my friend code for Pokemon Go, which I just started playing on the podcast. Uh, Heather, you told me uh, that was a mistake then and it's a mistake now. And I think I agree with you. I kind of feel like I've had like a, I, I just was like, I don't know. I was like, like I just started playing this, like I had an account, but I hadn't really played this at all. So I played it for the podcast in the year of Lord 2022. And I was like, I don't know how many people are still even playing this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And apparently a lot mm-hmm, uh, because I got in, uh, this is a real like, oh, I'd like some more friends in Pokemon Go and, uh, you know, monkey's paw curls sort of wish fulfillment here uh, because I got so many people uh, friending me and sending me gifts and I'm just overwhelmed. Uh, awesome. All of you guys who have sent me stuff. Thank you very much. I apologize for all the gifts I've not reciprocated. You don't have or enough friend requests. How could you send enough gifts back? I hit the gift limit. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Wow. I'm walking everywhere. I'm spinning Pokestops. I'm collecting yeah. as many fucking gifts as I can. And then there's a gift limit. There's a point where you can't send any more gifts. Uh, so I, I apologize to anyone I haven't re-gifted. I'm going to try to gift everyone back. I'm going to try to answer all these friend requests. Uh, I am grateful that there is that Nintendo's archaic, you know, uh, super protective 
a, a way of 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 online uh, uh, gaming is intact in this because I could not have dealt with people sending me messages uh, as well. So yeah. I'm, yes. glad, you, I'm glad you that's need, not, you not need in the their game. broken online platform to protect you, you from the interaction yes. that most games would allow. Yes, yeah. So I can't have someone texting me your podcast sucks and you're not funny. Uh, but anyway, here's a Blastoise. Yeah, you you are the child and the world is the old man. That's right. It, yes. <laughs> uh, but I, but I'm still having fun with it, and I'm having fun with Pokemon Silver, which we'll talk about in depth next week. Uh, so that's that's the bulk of my gaming time over this uh, this past period between records. Uh, Heather, you're about to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, what are you playing? Oh shit! Um, wow. Well, okay. So I finished. Um, I finished Lego Star Wars: uh, The Skywalker Saga to my satisfaction. I'm not going to go in there and get all the minifigs. I'm not doing it. I, I did all sure. the stories. I was I remembered which of the movies I liked and didn't like. Uh, it got me through. Uh, really, I only mean like one of them. I don't like one. <laughs> it's, it's wild that that's like a rational stance with Star Wars. You could be yeah. like, I like all of them except for the most recent one. That was supposed yeah. to tie it all up in a nice little bow. And that one just completely shit the bed so bad Objectively that no one likes it. Bad, like I don't know. Truly but, awful. Truly a terrible movie. Did I oh love? Oh my seeing- god! I just want to do a fucking show about it. I just want to talk <laughs> to you guys for four or five solid hours. I want to release one yeah. long podcast where I'm like, all right, let's deconstruct the movie and its implications. The yeah. the the one part of the um uh the Rise of Skywalker segment of the game that I did like was. Lego Babu Freak is somehow cuter than he is in the movie. It is Aww. so crazy. He's so little. He's so great. little and so cute. I he's loved boob- it. He's Boo Freak. <laughs> he's Boo <boob-boo> Freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he was so little. Um, but I moved on. I'm now playing. Um, <laughs> I'm playing Dark Souls. Yes. And. and wow. uh I tweeted about this the other day, but it, I, I wanted to express this here. I beat a boss, and I felt like I had went on a run. I was so fucking tired, like, after doing it. Like, I didn't even feel this way. Maybe I, maybe I did, and I didn't realize it when I was playing Elden Ring. But in Dark Souls, I was like, I thought I was having, like, a panic attack, like, while I was fighting a boss. Like, it was just so, there was, and it was an early boss. So I'm nervous about getting further in the game and getting to the harder bosses. Um, I think I've, I've, I've taken down now, uh... Whatever the first three bosses are, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm on my way to a fourth. And now, Matt, what yeah. made you choose Dark Souls over the Demon Souls remaster? Um, good question. That's a great question. I think I went that way because I started the Demon Souls one a little bit, and um, I kind of just wanted to go b- back to the oldest one because I felt like if I played mm. anything newer. The oldest one in meaning like product because I know Demon Souls is first uh, mm. in terms of uh, like console um, production like, value production gotcha. value because I knew it was gonna look shittier. Matt uh, is trying so hard not to say something factually incorrect because he knows he's gonna get someone jumping down his throat. <laughs> I know who the he's listeners like, are and what? I know who my co-hosts are. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah I didn't I I just knew that it was like the you know the the oldest one it was gonna look maybe worse so I'm just kind of going through it quote unquote like chronologically that way I did sure. I wanted to jump into Bloodborne first because everybody says Bloodborne is like if you loved Elden Ring you'll probably love Bloodborne um, so but I, I, I went that way um, there have been a couple times where I've thought about giving up 
uh, and going to one that I probably would like more. But I'm I'm sticking I'm sticking with it for now. I I I, I am enjoying it. Uh, it's um it is very scary. I've I've turned it off um a couple of times from being afraid, and but I am but I, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> That's, That's right. Great, I'm excited man. to see, excited to hear the rest of your from journey because I know the way you game. You're very obsessive. I feel like you're going to yeah. play them all and you're going to beat them all, and you're going to have very strong takes on them. I'm going to become, I guess, a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a Chad is. I think so. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> uh, Zach, what have you been playing these days? Well, I um, Elden Ring was my first from game of any kind wow, that I dipped wow. Into. and it really kicked my ass i i played four hours of it and was like text like with no introduction from anyone mm-hmm. and was texting my friend i was like do i hate this because i do not know what's going on mm-hmm. and then they gave sure. me a couple like very good pieces of advice that the game should give you and doesn't because it doesn't care and knows mm-hmm. that other people will like tell you like Talk to the people more than once. Then they yes. will give you the quest. Yeah. Like sneak up on things because everything will kill you. Like, <laughs> just the, like go it, somewhere it's, else it, if you're having a hard time. Right. Like, it's its own yeah. genre of game. I, I really, I really enjoyed that. I also played all of the new, I played Horizon Forbidden West. Um, which wow. Parts of, it, parts of it I, I really liked, loved that first game, Horizon mm-hmm. uh, uh, Zero Dawn. Um, but most recently, I had never played the Stanley Parable, and the Stanley Parable Deluxe ah. Edition just came out. Have you all That's messed right. with this game yeah, already? Yeah, we, we, just, we did an episode for it in yeah. our old format. Wow. Yeah, I really like Stanley Parable. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Very weird. No, <laughs> I, I, love, I love it. Um, yeah. I love it, I think, from the same reason that like I really enjoyed um, Undertale. Just mm-hmm. in the like, sure. ga- games that break what games are are supposed to be. Is is I think really cool that ga- the games have now been a long around long enough and established like these things that we all assume that games are supposed to do that now the ways in which we're not doing those things is sometimes like really awesome. I mean, Elden Ring has that with like the way that it uses the map, which it, as opposed yes. to the way that like Horizon has a map which with a billion things on it and tells you like where everything is. Elden Ring's yeah. like, yes. nope, here's just like a fucking map. Yeah, does this and look cool? Go here. The Elden Ring uh, map. Uh, keeps getting bigger and bigger and won't stop. And it uh, never yeah, stops. It's, it's, big, just assume, it's, it's, it's quite big map. Um, but no, I've been I've been playing the Stanley Parable, and then on my phone, I've been playing Not Words. Not Words. Wait, yeah, what's K- Not Words? K N O T Word. It's basically oh, a cross okay. between like crossword puzzles and Sudoku. But oh. to even get the crossword puzzle element of it, you have to ask for a hint. So at first, you're just like. Here are the possible letters that can go here, and it all has to sort of line up in order. I've been playing mm-hmm. it in addition to Wordle because there's like a daily one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I wake up in the morning, I do Wordle, and then I do like the mini not words, and then the daily not words thing. And then I was most- going to ask you about Wordle because it, it felt like a you know natural a, a natural companion. How, are you still playing Wordle? I fell off of Wordle a couple months ago. I mean, I'm, all my streaks are broken because like I'll forget for a couple yeah. of days, but I, I still find it in, enjoyable. I have been play. I have not been. There was a while where I was like, okay, I'm going to get a starter word that has like the most vowels in it. I don't sure. play it that way anymore. Now I always try to start with like a different word, which makes the game varying degrees of hard. Cause sometimes mm. I'll be like, today I'm gonna see if the word is horse. And if <laughs> which is like not particularly a good word to start with. Or like today I think I was like, 
How about witch, which has one vowel and a bunch of other letters that like are not particularly common. <laughs> and then you just see if you can recover from it by, by the end of it. But yeah, that's, I mean, usually the fact that I can be done with all three of those things and then just because of like how much time I generally have, I really, right. I really come at gaming hard and then disappear for it from like months. I, like, I, pl- I played two of those huge AAA games, like a ton of time. And then for the last, I don't know, month and a half, I've barely played it all. And then I played the Stanley Parable starting like a week ago, a little bit. Are, are you playing it on Switch? Yeah. Stanley Parable? Yeah. Is the uh, like like you know I understand that it and because you, you didn't this is this is your entry to the this to Stanley Parable you didn't play the original correct so I think so, I've gotten through most of what was in the original game and some of the new content yeah because I heard there's a pretty like substantial amount of new content I should probably <laughs> mess around with it yeah yeah I don't want to spoil it but it is it Stanley Parable is uh, fully aware of the fact that the game Stanley Parable has done what many games do, which is remaster itself and add, uh, you know, bonus content as an excuse for remastering the original game. Sure. Like, Mm. it does exactly what you would want a game like that to do with its bonus content. Mm. Uh, I don't, I like, I don't, is this a, I don't, I don't know how much I want to spoil about it. Maybe none at all. If you think you're going to play it. Yeah, I, I think probably people listening have have, have are, are maybe uh, you know thinking of playing it. So yeah, maybe maybe we'll we'll hold off on the spoiler. But it sounds like you're just kind of it. It, it sounds like it, it like that self awareness is maybe part of its charm in this iteration. Yes, mm-hmm. it has incorporated. I'll say this. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. It has incorporated original reviews of itself into the game <laughs> in a way that That's is fun. like wild. Um, but very cool, and I have not finished all the all the other content. But if you if 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 that game is something you are interested in and you have not played it before, I think it's a great time to do it. And if you have played it before, so far, I would if you enjoyed the original game, I will say the the new stuff is um, uh, pretty pitch perfect in line with what the original stuff was. I gotta mess around with it. Uh, cool. I'll probably check it out. Uh, uh, Heather, I, uh, I believe the Resident Evil Four merchant has a, a question for you remaining. Oh, really? Yeah. What is what does that sound like? Uh, I mean, it, he could probably speak for himself. Uh, okay. Any anytime we want, he wants to speak up. I'd I'd love to hear him. Oh, he's shy. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? He's getting shy. I'm right. I'm right here. I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm. You know. I'll. I'll fill the space. Okay. And I'll great. fill. I'll fill until until he's ready to ask. So you know. Anytime. Anytime what are you here. Playing? Oh, he just. He just hey, typed. There in he the... was. I heard it. My. Oh, he went. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very shyly. Okay. What are you playing? <laughs> uh, well, I'm fully readdicted to Pokemon Go, and wow. I'm right now. I've got like multiple mons at multiple gyms. Like I'm, I'm full, I'm back in business. Um, I also have now leveled up one of my friendships to lucky friend, which, um, that's cool. I don't know this person. (laughs) 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 I don't know who this is, but the bonds between you that you forged on the battlefield back (laughs) the last of lifetime back in like, I don't know, 2019, I was like, Hey, who wants to be? Pogo friends, I'm I'm playing and and now you can trade and battle and shit. So I 
put a few people from Twitter on on my friends list, and I don't know who this person is. Um, and also, I was like, oh wow, we can trade and get lucky Pokemon, and so I initiated a trade. I could see they were online and just stared at my phone for like 20 minutes. And I was like, do I have to be near this person? I don't know where in the world this person is. <laughs> um, so, so there's that. I've been playing that. I, I, it, that plus I have been playing. I've found my Pokemon Pikachu two mm-hmm. LCD uh, companion which synchronizes with Pokemon Silver Gold. Uh, and it is based, I'm wearing it right now, like wearing it constantly, all the time on my waistband. Whoa. Uh, and I wore it when I was boxing today because I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to, that's so many steps. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to get yeah. so strong. Um, <laughs> Pikachu's going to get so electric. But <laughs> yeah. Pikachu gets, he yeah. gets power. Yeah, yeah he gets watts. He's okay, charged yeah. up, yeah. He's going to get so horny for electricity. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yesterday, I went on like a three or four mile walk in the morning because I was like, well, I got to walk through all the gyms in, in the area and see if there's anything I can add. Like, I got to scan like, the perimeter. And- and I'm going to walk my Pikachu so that I can synchronize it with Pokemon Gold Silver. And the the, the through line of of turning Pokemon into a physical activity is now this is I'm I'm doing 20 years of different Pokemon based physical movement mm-hmm. all in one all at the same time. <laughs> um I'll get to what happens when you finally do synchronize your Pikachu 2 to the Game Boy using the IR port, like what kind of gifts you can get next week. Um, Beyond that, I've been playing Pokemon Gold Silver. Uh, It's a delight. And um, that's it. It's it's 24-7 Pokemon over here. We're immersed in the Pokeverse. And hey, that ties nice. in with the topic of this week's episode. Uh, we're doing the game was better, our movie format, although I'm not sure if I'd necessarily agree here yeah. because I do really, really like this movie. Pokemon Detective Pikachu for Pokemon. I'm discussing all things Pokemon. Uh, this was released in May of 2019, directed by Rob Letterman. Uh, and uh, the writing credits include Dan Hernandez, Benji Summit, Rob Letterman, and Derek Connolly. Which is it is based on the IP it is based on specifically is the Nintendo 3DS adventure game Detective Pikachu, which Matt I was texting with you because I wanted to mess around with this. I was like, oh maybe I'll play the game. I never I I never played the you know the the old the uh, not old but I never played the the you know the the 2016 2018 whenever that came out game Detective Pikachu still full price on the eShop yeah. fucking Nintendo <laughs> yeah insane a dead platform. Five years after release, it, it's still full price. Yeah, forty dollars. Forty dollars. It's oh. it's unbelievable. I I would have I would have you you would have got me at twenty. I would have bought yeah. it at twenty. I bought it at half price. Yeah, that was easy. That would have been easy yeah. for me. Uh, yeah. Forty bucks. I'm sort of like, this game's fucking old. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, uh, and, but yeah, anyway, really setting. And I'm also kind of surprised because they've 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 remade so many games, at least Wii U games, where they've re-released them for Switch. I would have expected this one, being attached to such a well-known movie, to have been you know re-released on Switch, but I don't think that's happened yet. Uh, but the movie is 
I don't know. I, I, I really liked it. I've seen it in the theaters. I watched yes. it again today for this episode. And I think this is like this is like as good as video game movies get. Yeah, I um, I hadn't seen it since the the movie theater. I really liked it in the movie theater. Um, it made me reevaluate my ranking of like video game movies. I think it's my favorite one. I I I, I really love. Not I we're gonna spend the next you know chunk of time talking about it, but it fucking rocks. I think it's really funny. Yeah, yeah <laughs> made me laugh. You said there was a joke that made you laugh out loud? Yeah, uh, it's, um, I mean, I don't know if we're going to go, like, through the entire plot of the movie, but there's a part with Mr. Mime that, to me, is, like, one of the, it, it's fucking funny. Like, it's just yeah, really, like really funny. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. They pour, <laughs> Mr. Mime is by the, threatened with, uh, let's call it extra legal interrogation, but yes. it's fine yes. because it's all mimed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love this movie. I, I I I did what you did, Nick. I watched it today, um, and I hadn't seen it since I thought saw it when it opened in the theaters. And I brought my uh, video game agnostic wife to the theaters with her, and she was like, "Yeah, it was fun." Um, I thought it was like, I don't know. There was something so magical about seeing like the move, the op- like uh, classic opening movie shot of like it's just a house, just a town, and then all these like. Pidgeotto fly through it. Yes. It's like, oh right, because those are the birds <laughs> in this yes. in this world. Um, I'm reevaluating what my my uh, my um, ideal Pokemon game. I can't believe they have not made a Pokemon MMORPG yet. But that is wow. That is, I think the mm. the game that I would 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 kill for for mm. the reason that I like this movie, which is like I think this world is like so cool and so colorful. Yes. And the way that they the way that they build out Rhyme City as a world where like no the Pokemon are out we don't they're not in they're not in Pokeballs here they're just like around is mm-hmm. I think really smart um, as a as a way to do the movie because I don't think that's a part of the game which I haven't played but weirdly I did watch the like opening sequence to the game I was like oh this is actually way more similar to opening things in the movie than I thought it would be. <laughs> as if, as yeah. if they like were worried that people were going to be like, this movie Detective Pikachu isn't like the game Detective Pikachu, which I'm sure people were like. But I, was that like a beloved game? I have not I heard anyone so. ever talk about yeah. the video game I, Detective Pikachu. I have heard the rumor that they wanted to make a Pokemon movie mm-hmm. and that Nintendo was like, nope. But if you wanted to make or that they were long into the development process of a Pokemon movie. And then Nintendo got sheepish and was like, instead you're doing Detective Pikachu. And that they were like, oh, okay, what is that? Like, it wasn't like they they huh. went into Nintendo and were like, we want to make this into a movie. I've heard the rumor that it was the opposite, that they were developing Pokemon the movie live action and that at the the final hour in contract negotiations or something that something, it was flipped. Something that Zeke Nicholson said to me that I've been thinking about and tried to look up and couldn't verify, but he's probably right. Is that Pokemon company owns all of like the likenesses of the Pokemon mm-hmm. game freak owns the concept of Pokemon battles. And that has been a huge sticking point whenever they try to turn any of this stuff into a movie. And it's why there are no like, straight up tournament battles in the movie Detective Pikachu. 
It's because they legally cannot do it without Game Freak's consent or something like that. Do your do your own research here, because again, I'm not sure if this is 100 percent true. Oh, but, don't but, worry, we do our own research here. <laughs> here, we do all our own research. Yeah. Vaccines, whatever. <laughs> um, but but it struck me as I was watching this for the second time, having now heard that that like the only allusion to Pokemon battles is like they show the lead up to a battle in like the opening scrawl for Rhyme City on the train where mm-hmm. they're like, here's where we do it a little differently. And you see like someone in a giant stadium throw a ball and then it cuts right. away <laughs> to, some, to something else. Well, yeah, and there, there is the underground cage fighting sequence, uh, but but also there, there it's it's like we don't see it fully real. We don't see a Pokemon battle fully realistic. Yeah, I have no idea what how the actual, you know, Rus- Russian nesting dolls of international capitalism work with these uh, these these different companies and these the this intellectual property. Uh, but it it is it is the thing that I will just say, like, like examining this movie holistically, I, I'm just like. I'm I'm impressed they're able to make a good movie given how difficult it must be to work with, you know, Nintendo, the Pokemon sure. company, Warner Brothers, uh, all the various executives who all like like there's just so many different cooks involved in this and and, and, a, and, mis- it's a and a mystery. That, and a mystery and a noir. There's just like so many so many factors that are at play here and it's it's so hard to create something that 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 everyone signs off on and they were able to do it and it's uh, I think a I think a, a, a very compelling film that really honors the source material and give delivers a lot of fan service. Um, I don't know, Heather, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on this movie? And uh, where were you in terms of viewings when you watched it for this time? So I watched, you know, I watched it when it came out, uh, mm-hmm. which was, um, uh, I went it I, I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this movie's going to make $8 billion. Yeah. Like there's no way it's not going to make billions and billions and billions of dollars. And I think I left the theater disappointed because mm. what I want is a Pokemon movie where where a kid goes out to fucking become Pokemon champion, like master, like beat the gyms, etc. I want to see live action. This that. this film's uh, aesthetic and its renderings of Pokemon and the and the depth of the world, but following like a classic adventure hero story about like you know a kid and their two friends. Um, so I left disappointed. But today I rewatched Detective Pikachu, and I was like, "Look, this movie's great. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> like yeah, it's if you, really good. if you aren't expecting it to be." the Pokemon movie of your dreams, then it, then it can speak to it, to you on its own terms. And I was like, man, this, this is rich. It works. It's, it, it, it's full of fan service without being cringy. Yeah. Like, sure. It's really like, good with fan service. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't, it's, it threads the needle both on like telling the audience Oh, if it if it evolves, it's gonna have this power, and then we're gonna be fucked. Which everybody in the audience who plays Pokemon would know, but like the people who don't play Pokemon would be like, "Oh no, well we can't <laughs> let it evolve." <laughs> like, like telling the audience, "No, no, no, that duck that duck gets stressed out, it'll explode." As an aside. <laughs> 
when we're all like, uh oh, Psyduck's getting freaked out. Like it's it's or Mr. Mime is the guy who only talks in mime. He's a like first. That's a Pokemon. His name is Mr. Mime <laughs> and he's the informant and we have to go mime with him. Like that's a lot to pack into two or three sentences in order to establish a scene that's fucking great. Yeah. Really fun, really fun scene. I'll also say that, like, and and we did we we talked about the movie Pixels on this podcast a, a, a little while back. This is a much better movie than Pixels, 100%. but what it shares with much much better. But what it shares with Pixels is you've got Bill Nye and Ken Watanabe, uh, like like much like Brian Cox uh, and Peter Dinklage in Pixels, just acting their asses off yeah (laughs) like just totally committed to this pokemon universe these 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 very esteemed actors uh and i think i think it helps the movie a lot it helps that this like that 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 bill dies is just so super committed to this i i also think it's it is such it is such a clever move to be like in this universe Pikachu is talking and initially we don't know why. And it allows him to speak with like a bunch of other Pokemon in a way that we don't really ever hear with like a couple exceptions when someone I'm thinking like the cartoon has maybe a version where like I think Haunter possesses someone at some point and talk Mm -hmm. or something. You very, very rarely hear Pokemon talk. And I think that particularly in a movie like this, it's so useful for Pikachu to be like, this one's saying this, this one's saying this, this one is saying this. This movie is really hard to do without a character that can talk to Pokemon. Um, and having the mystery as being part of, we don't understand why this Pikachu is talking, is I think really, really smart. Yeah. I I, I do think... And 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 you know, hey, we're 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 getting into spoiler country here, as you might expect. Uh, but uh, so uh, you better saddle up, bitch. Hold on to your hats and glasses. We're <laughs> headed for spoiler country. Yeehaw! The wildest uh, I, spoilers in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what'd you say, Zach? Uh, we're just doing the Big Thunder Mountain Railway, man. Talking about spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wildest uh, spoilers. The wildest spoilers in the wilderness. <laughs> you, you, you fans in the stadium better look out. These F1 cars have spoilers. Hey, yo. There you now, go. Now you got all the kinds of spoilers. So don't add us, <laughs> fans of car don't spoilers. Don't add us. Don't add us. Please add, add us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, increase engagement, but don't add us. Um, <laughs> Can I read this quote from uh, from Please. Bill Nighy before we get into spo- spoiler country? Yeah. Um, it's I just think it's super charming. Um, this was this is from an interview um, uh, with the from the Guardian. Uh, and he says, "I did a crash course in Pokemon lore and bought every book available, including the deeply impressive Pokedex. I love collecting. When I get around to it, I'm going to download the Pokemon Go app and go to Strasbourg. Somebody, <laughs> someone told me." They went Pokemon hunting in Strasbourg, which made an impression on me. He got he got hooked. <laughs> That's great. How many days do you think Bill Nye did on this movie? Because I think he could have shot the whole thing in like three days. Oh, maybe even like, yeah, maybe no more less. than three for sure. Yeah. Anywhere he's, between he's mostly, one and three. Yeah. He's mostly in the off in one office set. Uh, and he's, uh, yeah. And then he does, he does some stuff that's like studio. They're like news package things. So yeah, yeah. that, that, I think they probably could have shot him out pretty I, quickly. I think this was a great deal for Bill Nye. Yeah. 100%. And he, get to, he got to love Pokemon afterward. They did it. 
And that's the best deal of all. <laughs> before um, uh, Another thing I want to say before we head into spoiler country is the aesthetic of this film is cyberpunk 2077. Yes, 100%. Like, <laughs> I, re-watching it, I was like, good God. Like, of all of the mistakes that Super Mario 1993 made, one of those, bi- the biggest mistake is, what if we set it in Blade Runner? So for this film to have the audacity, the um, <laughs> what did they what did it call them? The jigglies, the uh, the jellies, the jellies. To, mm-hmm. this, jellies. Film this film to had have, the jellies to have the jellies <laughs> yeah. to set itself in another cyberpunk dystopia. I mean, it's like a, it's sort of utopia because it's not it's friendly, but like it's smoking alleyways. It's like like creepy abandoned warehouses. It's not the Kanto region from the cartoons. No, so when you, when you bring your kids in, they're like, Oh, we're in, we're in New York city. We're in hell. But it's like, cool. <laughs> it's like the, the, the smoky alleyway is also like food stalls and there's, yes, you know, there's growlith everywhere. It and has there's, life. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's, there's little panda guys pin. I forget what they're called. Uh, that's that's a yeah. future generation. I don't know, and I don't yeah. care. There's cute <laughs> pandas, and they're everywhere, and all the birds are bo- like every everything is great. It's I was just like- uh, the- I was super bummed to find out that Garbodor was designed to be in the movie in a background shot. My favorite Pokemon in there and the evolution in a dumpster, poking out, looking and stuff, <laughs> and they had to cut him. And I was like. Man, put him in any of the dumpsters. Yeah. <laughs> put him in any of them. Just do a quick dumpster shot. Yeah. That's all, just, that's all in want. an alley. Just have him like looking over the, the And credits like, even. <laughs> uh, the panda Pokemon Pancham. 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 Uh, and I, I was going to say, off of, off of what Heather was saying about just, yeah, I think this is, I think the... The city interiors, uh, or the city exteriors, rather, the exterior shots in this in Rhyme City are just like they make me want to live there. It's yeah. just, mm-hmm. it's just so gorgeous. It's such a well built yeah. out uh, world, and yeah, there's there's like a there's like a scene after there uh, that you know when when the two of them first meet, and yeah, but when they're when they're going to the food stalls, that whole sequence is just like there's just like some some lavender lighting. Uh, it's just like it's it's such a beautiful sort of aesthetic and. I, I don't know. I mean, like, like, like this. Uh, I, I, I just really like like how they, how it is. This is sort of the sci-fi sort of other world uh, that feels uh, that feels so completely realized. And they've worked really, the Pokemon into like the infrastructure, right? Like, yes, yeah, probably, it's probably a nod to the to the cartoon. But like, they do a quick cut to like Squirtle Squad, and they're like all they're firefighters now. It's like, yeah, yeah. of course they are. That's dope. Yeah. Machoke's yeah. directing traffic. You're like, yeah. yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> he has a job. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. Like It's great. It's I also great. just love, I'm such a, tra- I like, I love trains. And that that's oh, probably no. the, the, the fantasy element that I most like want. Like, I just want to watch this movie. It's like, oh, wow, he's commuting by rail. He, he's going from his city yeah. to a major metropolis and he's just getting on a train. You wanted to get licked by Lickitung, that's cool. why. I would get, you know, get licked by Lickitung on that train. <laughs> I was about to say, almost, without fail, almost all of the renderings of Pokemon in this movie are, like, fantastic. Yes. B- like, Bulbasaur would have been so easy to fuck up. Yeah. To make, yeah. like, scary. Yeah. And they made it cute and awesome. Like, it did not have the Sonic the Hedgehog 
version one problem almost anywhere. I will say Lickitung was a little gross. Lickitung was one of the... It's because he left goo. His tongue is supposed to be gross, but like even with his tongue in his mouth, the whole guy is a little gross. Yeah, he looked like he was all tongue. And I I mean, like you might be right. Maybe some of these guys are just like a little more... Like they have a Charizard who feels like he's seen some shit and even he is pretty cute and they make you (laughs) like him a lot. Um... But speaking to that, there is a detail about Mr. Mime that bugged me out, which is that he has veins under his skin. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Like when they shine the light on him, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you can see like veins in his eyelid. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Any any of those like artist renderings that people do online of like, this is what a of what like an ammonite skeleton would look like under it. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you you freaks doing? This is disgusting. (laughs) Stop it. Just like look at the cute little guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, 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 I, I, you don't want to think about the anatomy in too much depth with any, with any, I think any sort of cartoonish character, because it starts, <gasps> no to get, especially if you're talking about like cars or something, it's just like, I start to get so, uh, don't try to unpack exactly what's going on inside the, under the hood, if you will, in the cars universe. Except oh, I do, good. I do often think of, uh, Heather's going to be embarrassed, Heather has this really great tweet uh, about um, uh, a Thomas the Tank Engine that has like an astronaut helmet, uh, and how that implies that he has like lungs, lungs. and stuff and that he like feels pain and stuff. It's really, it's really funny. That's right. Why would he need a helmet unless he had lungs? He's a fucking train. I, uh, I just put in the chat an image, like a high, a link to a high res oh image God, of Mr. Mime that shows the veins under his eyes, uh, yeah. eyelids. And it's, it's really not, necessary i like his <laughs> dodgeball textured shoulders mm, and right. his like fucking freckles are great but there is you can see the veins which is in getting into the body in, into the creepy territory when you realize like those aren't shoulder pads those are his sh- that is his body yeah. <laughs> mr mime does not wear sure. clothes right this is what he looks like yes um <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. This movie made a lot of our guys little slimy guys like they're Greninja are frogs. So I guess they should have expected it. But like they're slimy guys. There's a lot of slimy guys in this movie. I I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 you know, you look for merch when you see a film like this that has such exceptional rendering. You're like, oh, somebody has to have made a life size detective Pikachu that's super furry like this Mm. Pikachu it's always a little disappointing that there's not like, why isn't there like full body, faux fur, lovable Pikachu? Uh, like the light uh, of the, I was going to say a real life Pikachu, but this is, this is the most realistic Pikachu yeah. right we've ever, and it looks great. It looks really great. Good. Like they did a great job with Pikachu. Even when he's getting like the shit beat out of him, he's still cute and yep. just like a little dirty. I like yeah. how little Cubone was in the beginning. Like that to me that was, was like, he's yeah. so little. Cubone's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, since we are fully in, in spoiler country now, Matt, what were you yeah. going to say earlier? What was the part that made you lol? Okay. So there's a scene. So, um, uh, God, what's the kid's name? Uh, Tim, Tim, the main kid. Yeah. Yeah. Tim and Pikachu. Pikachu Actor Justice T- Smith. Uh, yeah. They've teamed up at this point. They're trying to figure out, 
uh, what the heck's going on? Where's his dad? What happened to his dad? At this point, Tim's dad is presumed dead. Um, and then, so they're they're chasing, they're, uh, they're walking around Rhyme City. They see a Mr. Mime. Uh, Mr. Mime is like freaked out. He's freaked out. <laughs> he recognizes Pikachu. They figure out, oh, that must mean they know uh, your dad. Your dad's a detective. He must know, uh, they must uh, all know each other. Let's go ask him some questions. Mr. Mime proceeds to... <laughs> He starts miming, like, getting away, and he's staying in yes. place. It's such a perfect joke. It's so fucking funny. That uh, is very funny. He, like, gets on a motorcycle. He's not going anywhere. He Like, they get in front of him, and he, like, crashes in slow motion. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It, it's, like, <laughs> I, I think it's the best joke in the movie, uh, but it's, like, maybe one of my favorite jokes now in any movie. It's it's so funny. <laughs> The the uh, the the part that that I the, the that really made me laugh at that sequence is and this is something Zach referenced earlier but when they they can they could they advance that to the next beat and they're in their interrogation and then they mime uh a, a Tim mimes pouring gasoline on him yeah like he's gonna light him on fire and uh, Detective Pikachu just goes that went dark fast <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a very quippy movie but some of the quips really got me yeah yeah it's yeah. Uh, that whole sequence uh is a lot of fun. Is, is aces but, to me but also it's like I can't believe that the Pokemon company allowed them to do that at all like it's it's kind of interesting what they will and won't uh let you do there's well, even the, a line the, earlier the miming was like the crazy workaround right because like it's clear that none of it's happening yes it's all pretend yeah they had to do it with they can only do it with mr mime right they could not interrogate um like uh a geodude or something like they just it just wouldn't work uh but there's even a line pikachu says at one point you're not going to turn me into a lampshade are you uh like that's weird that he would say that (laughs) like that that he was allowed to say that but it's not uh that he knows that that's like a thing uh from culture (laughs) that like he makes he makes a pee joke in another scene too which is it's like, oh, that's pretty raunchy. That's right. Do, He's kind of yeah. twisted. Do we think that Mr. Mime experiences pain when he falls off the motorcycle? I think so. I don't yeah, think, I think so. Okay. So I, the I end don't of, think so. I, I do not think so. No. I think Mr. Mime's I think Mr. Mime's whole uh existence is predicated on performing things for us that are not mm. actually happening. So he is not he's I if this he, were a fight, I don't create, think he would have taken damage. Is, he I can guess create <laughs> a wall, though, right? He can create a wall, mm-hmm. and that wall bonks Tim. When <laughs> yeah, Tim tries right. to stand up from underneath, like, a desk inside of the mimed space, right. he hits his head and then has to exit out the room that he's made a door in, right? Yes. Right. So the wall is real. Correct. So the that implies to me... That if Mr. Mime hits the wall, he would experience pain, right? I yeah, I think I think there is a version of that that is true. I okay. agree. So, therefore, the fear he would feel experiencing any of his mime world, based on the idea that he can touch and <laughs> sense this wall that right. transcends reality. To me, implies that when he fi- falls off the motorcycle, he experiences pain. Right? I, I have I have a counter argument to that, although I think that is a very sound argument. Good, because I'm building towards something. Okay, which is yeah, the I'll end let, of this I'll, I'll scene. The end of this scene, he drops the match. You hear the sound effect of fire, and you cut away. So you, Im- the implication is 
that Mr. Mime is about to mime the experience and perhaps experience the pain of burning alive. <laughs> I think I, that that is, I, I believe that you also hear a motorcycle when he is revving yep. the motorcycle. Yeah. Yep. I think that Mr. Mime is fundamentally at all times performing for, as a clown for an audience. Like sure. it's, it's why he crashes in slow motion. And okay. not and not at real speed, right? Like he falls off the thing, he very slowly like wobbles around. He's also pretty calmly like Bugs Bunny blowing out the matches that That's Tim true. is lighting. So he's like, yeah. whatever. And then he drops it and he's all scared. I think in my in my head canon, Mr. Mime is safe and is is a is a clown, but I think uh I think there's a lot of salient points there, Heather. <laughs> it's the it's the I, fact yeah. that a human being can interact with the wall. That to me means there is some kind of reality fission that happens between what Mr. Mime wants and what he can achieve. Right. But also perhaps, to, to Zach's point, his heroic commitment to the bit is so infectious. It's like if you're getting you're seeing a magician and you know it's a trick, but you're still along for the ride. Like maybe that could maybe that could also be what's going on. I don't know. I think I think it's intentionally ambiguous. Uh, the uh, Benji Samet, who we mentioned, was one of the screenwriters. This is a this is a Polygon article by uh, Patricia Hernandez. Uh, Mr. Mime was almost considered too creepy for Detective Pikachu in this little interview. Uh, <laughs> the Pokemon Company was a little hesitant. Uh, uh, Benji Samet, a screenwriter, Detective Pikachu told Polygon, they were like, "Are you sure people want to see live action Mr. Mime?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you had asked me beforehand, I would have been like, yeah. "Absolutely not," and I was yes, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> We thought to ourselves, well, if you're going to interrogate a mime, how would you do it? And that's how we come up with the idea of miming torture. It's a wild idea, especially for a kid's movie based on a relatively friendly IP. The screenwriters weren't sure if the Pokemon company would go for it. We were like, no way they're going to let this stay. But they did. And, you know, I think it, I think personally, it's one of the funniest parts of the movie. Uh, and I think that is a thing of just like, yeah, you have to get that. That's that's the the in, in extremely labor intensive and, and mentally taxing part of like writing something like this is you have to get buy in from all the the parties who have a financial stake. And that they were able that, they, you know, the Pokemon company was like, yeah, sure, we'll do this. It, it's it's greatness to the movie's benefit. Small miracle. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I the here's here's what I was going to say earlier. I, the only thing that I could say is is because because I think this is a really well constructed noir. I think it has some nice nice twists. I think the it does a good job of like you think you're ahead of it, and then it's like oh wait no actually we wanted you to think that because there's another twist coming. I think it has some some good moments like that. The only thing that I would say is maybe a plot hole is I feel like if I encountered a Pikachu who spoke with my father's voice, my first reaction would be you sound like my dad. Yes, and, I thought that this and, time as well. And I do kind of feel like, like I don't know if that was that that maybe needs one line of dialogue of like, hmm, you sound familiar, or maybe that's just me being like, maybe actually in that situation, it's such a it's such a bizarre set of circumstances that no one would actually think that. Uh, but yeah. you know it, it, that ties in with what the ultimate reveal is. They, I think, they do I think sort that's, of, a, that's a rewatch problem, though, right? Because you would mm. never ha you would never have that thought. Maybe on that's a, what on it initial is. viewing. Yeah, because I because I, I definitely was surprised at the end uh, the first time I saw it, but the but yeah, watching yeah. it this time I was like, wait a minute, that's just his dad. And they do sort of establish that um, that Tim and his dad ha are um estranged, estranged, right? So like right. it could have been mm. some time 
that I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, psychologically, I don't know if you uh, can forget what your father's voice sounds like. Uh, but like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's tricky because it is it is only a problem for people that know the the reveal. Right. Yes. So it's, yeah. it is a it is a fault in the logic of the movie looking back on it, but it would never occur to someone in the moment on a first watch. No. Right. All the kids in the theater absolutely were like, "Oh my god!" Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's well, Green well, Lantern. There's, there's <laughs> that guy from my gin commercials. <laughs> they're also <laughs> they're also like a uh, there, there's also an element of oh yeah he is old enough to be that kid's. Uh, like yeah, father. that's also sort of so interesting to grapple to yeah. wrap your head around. But no, yeah, you could be in your your. You, of course, you could be in your mid forties and have a twenty one year old son, which is how old Justice Smith's character is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he I seems was, so young. He seems like such a youthful guy, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's drinking yeah. gin all the time. He rocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, but I, think, oh, I think the most difficult. Um, and I think she does a an ad, man. What is her name? I think she does an admirable job with it. But the dialogue from uh, Catherine Newton, who is Lucy Stevens, who is mm-hmm. yes. uh, uh, the partner of a Psyduck and works for like a news report. Like this is this is uh, an instance in which a sort of noir trope is poking its head out here in a way that is sort of jarring where she's like, I always have an eye for the, like the, for the biggest story and the biggest scoop. She's not saying it in that voice, but that's essentially what she's saying. Yeah, and it sure. is just like, it is harder dialogue because Justice Smith has a hard job here, which is to not be Ash Ketchum in a Pokemon franchise right. and to just sort of be like a grounding force. And a guy who's like, actually, I don't care that much about Pokemon. I used to, and now I don't. And here we go. Um, but, uh, but, but her, her job is, yeah. <laughs> how could you not give a shit about Pokemon? No, I'm with you. Ash. I'm with, I'm with Ash. you, Ash. Like they're the coolest thing in the whole world. I agree. <laughs> Make like, I wish he Pikachu had found, found his dad. dad. That's oh. what I, he doesn't deserve it. Well, no, his dad oh, teaches boy. him to love Pokemon, Ash. Well, yeah, I didn't need a dad to learn that lesson. Have I'm getting asked, back in my you, car. I gotta okay. get to Washington. He's just gotta. Ash just needs to ask his mom. His mom is still in Pallet Town. That's, maybe you know, maybe he is Aster already. Uh, Pokemon trainers will do anything but ask their mom. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Put it on a freaking meme. <laughs> So I I really like because you were talking about memes. <laughs> there's a there's a reference earlier. The the reporter character she talks about how she has to make like listicles. This would have been the era when when BuzzFeed was like so big. Uh, and ta- and I like I did like another joke that made me laugh. Like uh, I'm making listicles all day. Top ten cutest Pokemon. Newsflash: They're all cute. Yeah. I was like that's true. They're all that's cute. True. That is true. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she. Let me be clear. I don't think she does a bad job. I think she has the hardest. No. Some of the some of the hardest dialogue to pull yes. off in this movie. I sort no, of sh- both her and Justice Smith do a, do a, do a very good job uh, as grounding forces. I sort of read her performance uh, similar to uh, like the performances in 
the like the speed racer movie where they're mm-hmm. like performing a live action anime like i sort of thought that she was like sort of like in 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 like the pokemon like anime world uh a little, yeah. a little more i don't want to open this can yeah. of worms too much but have yeah. you all seen the netflix cowboy bebop show no no i haven't watched it. i like the anime so much and i heard it was not not a great realization. I have Heather, multiple you... friends involved in that show. Okay, let me <laughs> let, let me say this. As someone who yes. has never seen the anime and only saw the Netflix show, I fucking loved it. Wow. I thought it was I thought wow. it was great. And I could not understand why the internet was so mad. Like it didn't like if you meet it on its own, I think it is what Matt is talking about, which is like it is a live action version. Like visually, it is an anime show. The performances are like anime but toned down and made appropriate for film i thought it was really really great i was really bummed that it got canceled um i assume it's also really expensive because god it looks expensive i uh i couldn't i couldn't see that show for what it was because i had friends in it Mm -hmm. and i was so excited when they were on screen that i was like this is incredible um and then also taking but the thing that this film succeeds at and the thing that Cowboy Bebop su- succeeds at is taking something that somebody drew just like without thought. Yes. I mean, not yeah. thoughtlessly, but like like this never ha- we nobody ever has to look at it from every angle. Right. Yeah. Right, yes. right. Right. Like the ships in Cowboy Bebop and the locations that are specific references to the anime, you're like, Fuck. He Somebody looked at that yeah. and was like, okay, we got to make this structurally sound. We have to make it make sense <laughs> when you yeah. look at it. Um, and that's I, that was the thing that I loved, again, the most about this movie is like, those are real Pokemon in that space. I totally yes. buy that they are 100% in that forest or walking. On, like when the giant fucking Pokemon are like upending the, the, the ground, I'm like, yep. That's happening. It's yeah. really happening. When Charizard's like in a little metal cage and just is like yeah. getting stuck on everything and ripping through everything. Yep. Um, and still is that guy's best friend because that's everyone's yeah. relationship to their Pokemon is that they're all someone's best and everyone, everyone has their own Pikachu in this world. Like specifically I- Rhyme City is like, why don't you have a Pokemon partner? Everyone's got one. We've all yes, decided right. it's like, it's like the way to live and It'd be like is, not having a cell phone it'd be like what are you what and that is like that is i think the wish fulfillment of poke i i mm-hmm. like sometimes think about worlds that would be have been created in fantasy to such an extent that like if i have to pick would i want to be like you know anime style reborn into this world and live there and pokemon is easily one of my top ones because oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's such yeah. it's such a like vibrant and like <laughs> I get positive, I guess, world. Yes. Um, and I think this movie does like a really excellent job at capturing that vibe. Uh, yep. the so the the main the main plot here is that you know there's there's there, there's an R compound that's being used uh to nefarious ends by what first seems like the son of the Clifford company. Ultimately, there's a reveal that uh his old man who is was behind it all along. And they're 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 going to merge 
and you see it happen in the third act, uh, they're going to merge humans with their Pokemon companions uh, into so Pokemon body, poke, people, people's souls, people brains and Pokemon bodies. It's a, it's a Pokemon get out, basically. Yes, and, I was uh, thinking that this time, too. It's, it's our next human evolution is for us to take our brains and take over the bodies of our, our Pokemon. So so we see this all happen and um, there. It, it, it happens in the set piece of first off, I want to attend the Rhyme City Pokemon Parade. Uh, it seems yeah. like an absolute blast. Yeah. Uh, seems like a hoot and a half. Uh, but, you know, we, we see this happen. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 like a it, it's it's a very satisfying, I think, reveal like narratively, like when it when it finds out, like, oh, wait, that's the justification for why. Uh, the uh, the dad and the Pika, uh, and why Detective Pikachu can talk is that his dad is like his his consciousness has merged with a Pikachu and he's like you know he's the the host of of uh, of of the dad's brain, um, uh, but also I I think it's just like it's just fun to see uh all this shit go down and it also like kind of like ties into the justification of like this uh, you know the 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 bad guy the big heavies like 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 the reason that he wants this to happen is that you know like it 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 his own situation um and putting himself into the Mewtwo it's it's like it, it's like oh this is really well packaged and this is a really nice way to tie the uh the the main hook of the movie into the narrative i do wonder how much of that is in the game because if you look at like the the you know the the sum, summation of the game, Tim Goodman is the lead of the game, mm-hmm. and you know I, so I don't know how much it, and our compound is a part of it. That's it's the same I, I sort thought. of thing. So I wonder how much of it is actually in the game and how much of that was just straight up adapted for the screen. I think it's from the and I'm speaking out of my ass here, but mm-hmm. I watched the opening sequence from the game <laughs> and like pikachu is in a car next to an adult man and there's like an accident and now pikachu sounds like an adult man so i have i have to believe that like it is at least somewhat similar watch me drop 40 bucks on this thing now yeah don't you dare there's a full playthrough on youtube just google (laughs) fast forward through it i'm spending the money now i've (laughs) i've heard that it's like one for one like that it's it's loosely based on but like all the major plot points are present in in the game but i haven't played it so i wouldn't know i'll tell you what i wish Mm -hmm. i wish that the third act had revealed like once it's established that Pikachu or that all the Pokemon are merging with the like once once the audience is on board with the idea that oh they're putting humans into these fucking Pokemon I get the sense I I figured out what Pikachu's deal is right mm-hmm. yeah that they had separated Pikachu and and the dad for the third act fight right mm-hmm. so that you could have Tim and his dad working side by side as detectives and we'd get to have that final fight with Pikachu saying Pikachu like that. It would Mm, be the inverse of, of the world previous because when Pikachu got to say Pikachu, it was the greatest thing I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, because you've for, almost Mew, forgotten what Pikachu sounds like at that point. Yes. Before Mewtwo comes in and Pikachu's desperate because the dad is like dying or whatever. And he's like, like, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's water. It's water. And I'm in a desert. And then then at the end too, when he's like, finally, uh, Pikachu, you're like, oh 
fuck? And at one moment in the in the food stands, like they're like, can you hear what he's saying? And you hear what they think Pikachu yes. sounds like. Yes. Yes. Fuck. And you're like, yeah, it's good. I'm like, oh, I, it's so hi- good. Highly recommend um doing a YouTube search for what is her name? Ikue Otani, who uh, I'm probably pronouncing that badly, is the has always been the the mm. voice actress who does Pikachu. Watching those sounds come out of her mouth is going to light up pleasure centers of your brain. Like you have no <laughs> idea. It's, yeah. it's so it's it's extremely cool. Yeah. Um, what what luck we have that they changed so many of the names of so many of the Pokemon to westernize them. Mm-hmm. But but they left Pikachu alone. Smart. Because his name could be like Funny Mouse. Thunder Rat. Like, Thunder, <laughs> yes, <yeah. right. laughs> Thunder Rat is not as good. No. Pika, no, Pika is, is like elect- Chew is kiss. Chew mm-hmm. is the sound you make when you like phonetically kiss somebody like Chew. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of I mean, it is when I kiss. It's like a little electric kiss. <laughs> All kisses are electric, oh, baby. <laughs> Uh, the ditto is speaking of of, of oh, Pokemon names. The, <laughs> the ditto the, as a person is horrifying. The ditto is a a such a cool nightmare. reveal, though, when you realize it's really that. cool because yeah, it's the it's one great. thing ditto can never change is its eyes, and you're like, oh, sunglasses, yep. sunglasses, sunglasses, sunglasses. Yeah, look at this dumb little yeah. yeah. And then they have to explain why because dittos can't turn into human beings, and they have to explain that this was a genetically altered ditto. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Who cares? It's great. The yes. fight with the ditto it's is great. great. It is yeah. really um, good. And and it gets a T one thousand death, which is really fun. Um, <laughs> I, but yeah, that, I just like the 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 human actors with the ditto eyes were, was just like such Horrific. a specific nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. bad. I liked watching it cycle bad. through. Uh, the you liked it? Yeah, I loved me. it. Oh yeah, I liked it. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked watching it cycle through, like when it's getting hit and cycling through a bunch of different Pokemon. That was really fun. Yeah, uh, when they when it gets knocked out the window and you're like, oh, they did it, and then it's like, no, it can turn into a fucking flying Pokemon. Come right back in yeah. as a as a bull. Like, you're, oh <laughs> fuck, so good. Tr- truly, truly a delightful movie. And, and any other thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh, they, they did such a good job of leaving that as a breadcrumb at the beginning because Ditto's just chilling in the corner of this newsroom mm-hmm. and then it turns into yes. a, man, a man and pushes a wheelchair off. Yeah. And they make like nothing of it. No one mentions it. No one whatever. They're just like, we showed you, Mr. Yeah. Policeman. We gave you all the clues. <laughs> you said, man, that this was like. Um, I, upon re- I thought I liked this movie. Upon rewatching it, I, I like it. Even more, even the soundtrack has like nods mm, to the original yep, series. Yep. It's got like, it's not exactly chiptune. It's like chiptune elevated to a yep. movie. Um, and well, then Ryan Reynolds very sadly sings the the Pokemon theme at one point, which is short enough to be, I think, enjoyable. And <laughs> yeah, fun. that's fun. I just uh, really understood by- why he's doing that, but it, <laughs> but it is, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, the score by Henry Jackman. I I agree. It's 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 great and and nice little nods to the existing score. I I think that I I pulled a a piece of music from the from the movie that I'd like to share, which is both an excellent rendition, but also is so much of a tease of the world that I wish I got to experience in the in the in the film itself, which is just straight up Pokemon. Yeah. Right. But here's the ending credits theme from Detective Pikachu.
Like, yes, it's great. It's really, it's, it's, you know what? I think I, in combo with what you said about the third act of never getting to see Ryan Reynolds, like as Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu as Pikachu, they have to have thought that there was another movie coming on the back of this. Right. Like, and well, I have was, to, yeah, I wonder how they do it. Well, there was a, uh, a sequel in development for a long time. And then only recently has it been like, hey, it looks like this isn't going to happen. Mm. But it did. I mean, it's the second biggest success in video game movie history only to Warcraft, which did real numbers in China. Wow. Oh, man. That's a movie that I've literally never heard someone say they have seen here. <laughs> uh, I saw it in theaters by myself. How was it? <laughs> so. It's not great. Um, I, the score is really good. Uh, the and, but yeah, it's it's just sort of I, they're they're trying to accomplish too much. It feels like it feels like they're trying to cram so much lore into such a compressed yeah. runtime. And Everyone's it, favorite part of World of Warcraft, the lore. Um, yeah, well, they, well, there's just so much of it at this point. It, it's so dense, and it's spread across so many different games. And you know, it's just they, they, it's it, it's a yeah, it's it, it was not the fun viewing that uh, Detective Pikachu was, and it certainly did not. Uh, it's not something I was eager to watch again, which I was with this movie, and I agree with you. I liked it more. I think you're yeah. going to get your wish, Heather. I think they're going to make the movie that you are talking about at once because, like, this movie made money, right? Yeah, it made money, but I think they've. The every I the you can feel the tension coming off of Nintendo about their properties. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. The fact that like the Mario movie was pushed back, you know, like somebody somewhere was like, "Nope, it has to be fucking perfect. It's Mario." Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine them risking Pikachu. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But they, the thing is, they do it in animation all the time. Sure. They do yeah. like, so what? what's the, yeah. I think we're going to see it. I think, I think we, first of all, yeah, they've, got all, they've got all the character models now. <laughs> so that saves them a lot of time. Yes. I've heard, that, I've heard that original Sonic model is in the new Rescue Rangers movie. That's oh my incredible. God. That, what, that, like, like as an Easter egg? Or just being used a, for some other... Purpose. No, that there's like a bit where they're like at a convention of like washed up stars who are like 15 minute fame and shit. And that the so- like like original model Sonic is there signing From the autographs. Movie, like scary teeth Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Great job, yeah. Dan and Gregor. If that was you, it was someone <laughs> else. Great job. Whoever did that. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll say about the movie Detective Pikachu is that unfortunately ACAB does include Detective Pikachu, so you yeah, have that, to defund him. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's canceled. Yeah, that's true. It sucks. Sucks. I mean, they straight up do it. They do an unlawful interrogation of Mr. Mime. We see him do it. Mime or no, but we <laughs> watch police brutality. Give him yeah. a little bit of power. <laughs> yeah, give this guy <laughs> a badge and a gun. Look what he does. It's him. He's a detective for two seconds. He's already going outside of law. Oh my god, that bummed me out. I was like, are all Growlis cops? Scrowlith was one of my favorite Pokemon for a long time. <laughs> um, but I also, I mean, we talked about the, the character designs. They all looked great. They also, the ones that they you got to hear from, like, aside from, like, Pikachu and stuff, I feel like a lot of them, they chose the ones that sound like freaks. Yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> like I have, I have a clip right here of... Um, that let me just play this real quick. It's from the cafe scene when they're getting coffee, and there's uh, a Pokemon... 
um, behind the bar, uh, Ludicolo. <laughs> oh, and uh, it's just his, his. Here, I'm just going to play it. Black as night. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> that was thank you in his voice. He oh, sounds right. insane. It's behind the bar. Yeah. There was a, that when he first goes into the the place to get his dad's mail, and there's like a Trico. Is that what yeah. that gecko's yeah. name is called? Yeah. Just hanging on that window, just like chilling out. This movie's good as hell, y'all. Yeah. I was really, it's really great. It's really great. Yeah, that that was just made. That also in that cafe sequence, there's uh, there's a Jigglypuff just singing karaoke, and the is guy is asleep because yes. that's what he's happens asleep. when you when you use that skill in poke. Like that is the kind of fan service they're doing, and yeah. that's when I think it works really well. Yeah, just describing like Cubone's backstory right out of the gate. Yes. I was like, mm, okay, I think we all sort of know this, but it, but it, like generally speaking, really, really, really good. Yep. Yeah, really well realized. Uh well, hey, those were our thoughts on. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, the, I don't know if the game was better this time. We haven't played the game. It's $40. But we had a blast watching the movie. <laughs> the movie rocks. Movie was $4 on Amazon. So like, well worth it. Yeah. And uh, since, you know, we've got a we've got a, a Pokemon fan here and we're in this month, Pokemay, uh, we figured it's time for the question block. Ba-ding! So we got some of your Pokemon related queries. Uh, Matt, go ahead. All right, this one's from at Boyd Runner on Twitter, and they write, what other game franchise would most benefit from having Pokemon added to it? Mm. Well, I already said Call of Duty, and I stand yes. by it, I even though I didn't know this question was coming. Call of Duty, World at War, you're in the trenches, you're heading towards Normandy, and you're fucking like, everybody's like, man! Pokeballs out! <laughs> and you see like these like teenage kids like clutching their Pokemon balls, yeah. like sweating. Somebody throws up over the boat. Giving a letter to a pigeon. Throw! Release! And you're like, like all the, the Pokemon like rushing the beach. Yeah. Incredible. There are, incredible. There, I mean, I, I feel like Pokemon... Like like creatures have worked their way into a lot of franchises. You sure. know, we've certainly it uh, uh, certainly seen that with the the Dragon Quest monsters. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's kind of akin to that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think I think also you got to go something dark. You got to have something that contrasts with their existing reality. So maybe Resident Evil. You know, <laughs> can't believe you guys want to take these little pocket monsters that are friends to all and put them in one war to <laughs> zo- zombie apocalypse. Those are those are, are both great for the record. Um, I would I would say it's pretty easy cult Animal Crossing collab here. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like sure. I want I want I want to live in a village with these. Like that is the 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 part of the movie that I was like yes. The Trigo that leaves in the motel and the jelly pup that is performing at the bar. I just want, I want I want an MMO where there's where there's Pokemon everywhere, just like chilling and just yep. designing houses and fighting fires and doing it all. Yep. That makes me want like a a fucking Sim City rhyme city where you could build like a Pokemon mm-hmm. city populated yeah. by Pokemon in various uh, doing various tasks or even like Stardew be, I, be I cannot believe there is not a Pokemon racing game where they don't use vehicles yeah we've pitched this this it's a good idea see the fact that Zach brought this up on his own means it's a good idea and that yeah. I'm yep. actually really smart for saying it <laughs> <laughs> yep it's a great idea uh, I also was thinking um, Animal Crossing it would just be great 
to set up Pikachu's house, it'd be a blast. It should be great. Where he yeah. sleeps, where he has his little lunch. I'd love it. Um, okay. And don't forget your pro skater pitch from earlier. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. also a home run. Yeah, that'd be yeah, an absolute home run for sure. Uh, Greninja on a skateboard. Forget about it. Um, <laughs> here's, here's another one. At Mr. Moonside on Twitter writes, what Pokemon would be most terrifying if they suddenly appeared in our reality? So many Dex entries talk about how destructive they can be, the ability to steal souls, trap you in endless illusions, etc. This is a great question. I mean, part of it is just, I think, seeing any Pokemon, assuming they look like they do in Pokemon Detective Pikachu, would just be so jarring that it's kind of like, at one level, it's like any of them. It's like all of them. Because, yeah, some would be cute, but also it's like, like, wait, you're alive? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's disorienting. I guess yeah. with the conceit, though, that they're all here, which is the one that you would absolutely never want to run into. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like the, a Gengar. The, the their Gengar was scary. Bad news. Yeah. Like, um, that's that, that's a pretty good one. Um, hmm. Huh. I'm thinking of like, I mean, ghosts, yeah, because then that also sort of like makes something else true about your own reality, right? That there are ghosts. Right. And ghosts, ghosts are real. Are real. Yes. Um, I would be kind of afraid to um, be near any sort of like poison type Pokemon that just sort of like emits a poison, oh, like a wheezing or a gas. A coughing gas, or a wheezing. A coughing be, or a wheezing would be or bad. A muck. Yeah, that would oh, be yeah. very scary. Uh, yeah. A muck, that. a sentient goo. No thanks. I think there's yeah. a reason that neither Abra or Ekans are in this movie, and it's because they didn't want to put a big fucking snake into existence here. Sure, oh, yeah. Um, but I, I'm gonna say, I don't know if I'm saying this name correct. Cafagrius is hmm. the Pokemon that I would be like, oh no, because <laughs> it is a coffin. Oh, with ghost arms coming out of it. So it, it it implies so many bad things simultaneously that I'd be like, nah, I got I got to get away from this fucking floating, yeah. assaulting coffin. Yeah, yeah, death is alive. I yeah. Think, yeah. I think my other one that I would say is the Aloan version of the Marowak, which is the evolved Cubone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Who has is also a giant dinosaur with a bone helmet holding a bone. But in this version, the bone is on fire at all times. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that would, that'd be really a nightmare. But on, on, on the other hand, here's a sort of opposite side of that coin here from, from Blair Smith at Blair Smith, seven, one, two on Twitter writes, I know this is basic, but which Pokemon would you most want to hang out with in real life? I would love yeah. to bro out with Al Kazan. Trubbish, 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 Trubbish. Oh, man. I I think I've said before, but I just I love Jigglypuff so much. I was delighted to see Jigglypuff in the movie. Part of that is, is just become just comes from you know playing Jigglypuff and Smash Brothers so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Jigglypuff also big big and soft and cuddly. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind getting a big hug from a Jigglypuff, getting bit, getting softly serenaded and while I was lying down. And you have Why sleep not? problems, so that I do have sleep problems. Yeah. help me get to sleep. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love this, I, I love this universe's Bulbasaur so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's so great. Um, 
But also, like I said before, the Arcanine and the Growlithe are real cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I bet all the other Eevee evolutions would be great, too. I was thinking mm-hmm. about Eevee because Eevee seems sort of low-maintenance enough where I'm not like going to have to buy a sort of like aquarium for my Squirtle to be comfortable or, sure. or something like that. You know, like Eevee seems pretty low-maintenance. Like you can have, a, I can have it on my shoulder there. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah, akin to a pet ferret. Also just cute yeah. as shit. Yeah. Just so, so Not cute. even my favorite kind oh, of Pokemon. Wow. Just really cute. I wish I had a Zigzagoon. Oh, yeah, Zigzagoon. Hey, that's nice. <laughs> I love a little Zigzagoon. A little zac- raccoon ferret. Uh, okay, and, and finally, at Leon LXA on Twitter writes, if you were all Pokemon gym leaders, what would be your Pokemon type and or gym environment? Hmm. I really like steel type. I think there's just Ooh. there's something fun about steel type. It's just yeah. it's it's a it's a specific alloy. I I you know I I I kind of like the idea of just being, uh you know like 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 very like metallic and and I, it's it's a little bit more specific. I feel like than some of the other types. I, I mean I I really am partial to grass type when I'm playing these games, but I think I, I think I maybe do steel type. I think that also uh maybe fits my personality. Mm. Kind of a kind of an a, 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 an icy and robotic man in some respects. <laughs> so maybe yeah, I'd kind of I've, I'd have steel Pokemon helping me out. Uh, I I would maybe be um, I don't know. I feel like I do end up gravitating toward uh, the fire types a little bit. Like I loved Charmander and his uh, you know Charmeleon and Charizard. Yeah, I love yeah. uh, Cyndaquil. Uh, those are my guys. Um, but you know I've I've picked water, but water just seems there's just you got to do too much. But you got to probably do a lot. If you're gonna have like a fire gym, that's a lot of pyrotechnics. That's a lot of danger. Sure. But it seems really cool. It's hot in there, probably. Uh, but I feel like <laughs> if you're like the fire guy, it seems kind of it seems kind of cool. I don't know, but maybe it's a little basic, like adding like a flame sticker to your your car or something. Like, oh look, you're oh you're fast. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You were the guy Fieri button up. Yeah. Oh, like, you know yeah, what? Okay. And that that would be my gimmick. I would be like a Guy Fieri type guy uh, at at a Pokemon gym, and it would That's be fun. like fire types. And I'll and I'm always talking about spicy. Then I call my Pokemon <laughs> spicy guys. <laughs> These guys are spicy. Good. It's pretty good. They're spicy. I so it's not a type, but I would my gym would have a theme, mm-hmm. and it would be it would be a curiosities shop. <laughs> right mm. like you'd you'd go in and you'd be like oh wow it's like a almost like an antique store in here there's like a bunch of like little knickknacks here and there <laughs> what a strange thing <laughs> but what you wouldn't realize is that litwick lampant trubbish vanillite wow. clank, like all of the object pokemon yeah. would be like scattered about inside the store and attack you like anything that mm. looks like just like oh it's keys that fucking thing is is there yeah <laughs> your gym is be our guest from beauty and the beast yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible um yeah i mean i i think probably probably grass grass type because i feel like that's just that's just me hosting like trying to host a garden party at all times oh yeah it's really more for the ambiance and for the for the plant life but I was also thinking, like, along sort of Heather's idea, man, it would be so cool to have a, a gym, the theme of which is fluffy little guys. <laughs> all the people, yeah, all the people that you're fighting at this gym are fluffy little guys. That's great. Um, <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, well, hey, you can follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. 
Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And a reminder, this month's We Play, You Play is Pokemon Gold Silver, which is coming next Monday, May 30th, if you want to play along. Zach Reno, thank you so much for being here, sharing your love of Pokemon, uh, sharing your time, uh, uh, re-watching this movie with us. A- anything you would like to plug at this time? Oh, my pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. You can hear me and my co-host Jessica McKenna on Off Book, the Improvised Musical Podcast. All of the other hosts of this podcast have done episodes, and uh, they all did a wonderful job. So oh. if, that, if that's oh. a fun way for you to dive into it, find their episodes and, and give us a listen. That's it. Thanks for a having truly, me, y'all. This was such a such a delight to talk Pokemon at any time for any reason. <laughs> such a delight to have you. Uh, off books, uh, a, a truly magical podcast. If you have absolutely, heard it. It's, it, mm-hmm. it, it it really is a mind blowing experience. So so check it out. Um, and hey, that's this week's get played. Wait, did did you did is that what just happened to me? Did I get played? Because Nick, what? you got played. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking got me. Sorry. Matt, Matt, did you get played? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're just doing the Big Thunder Mountain Railway, man, talking about spoilers.